0: Welcome to the Mortgage Vault Podcast, hosted by Voltage. Voltage is a mortgage automation company that helps mortgage lenders and servicers reduce the time and cost to close and board mortgages. Mortgage Vault Podcast is for mortgage industry professionals who want to stay ahead of the curve. Every week, you will hear from experts, thought leaders and legends on what's next in the mortgage industry. All of this with just one goal in mind that you stay on top of your game so sit back relax and enjoy this episode of Mortgage Vault hey everybody it's Sanat, marketing head at Voltage and your host today Voltage is a mortgage automation software that helps you produce and service more loans doing less work welcome to Mortgage Vault podcast A very good morning, folks, and welcome to one more episode of the Mortgage Wall podcast. Today, I'm super stoked to welcome Max Slusar CEO at AD Mortgage, by far the leader in wholesale non-QM lending space. Thank you so much for coming on our show, Max. It's really amazing to finally have you on our podcast.
1: Uh, thank you very much. Glad to be here with you.
0: Great, great. So there are a ton of things I would like to talk to you about but let's get started by talking about your journey with ad mortgage right so we would love to hear about your story with the company how did you start and what has been the growth path of the company over the last few years
1: thank you our whole theme from the beginning is non qm loans before it's even was called non qm loans we have opened our doors in 2005 and since we're located in south florida we traditionally did a lot of loans for 40 national investors from around the world and nationwide. So this came as a natural progress to us to get from a big retail shop into wholesale. And right now, our 99% is wholesale and correspondent business.
0: Great. So you said that you, know, uh, you started doing non-QM before. Even if it was called non-QM, right? So I'm a bit curious at this point about your product mix. And now, AD Mortgage offers a well diversified product mix. So, what are some of the core offerings that is, you know, uh, the bedrock of a company?
1: We are trying to
0: have a
1: good product mix, but at the same time, we trying to keep it not as diversified throughout all the products. We are Fannie Freddie seller servicer, so we do Fannie Freddie really well. We have no overlays, and we have, of course, our non-QM product, which we are the securitizer. We are constant issuer of non-QM securitizations, and we do our guidelines and there is no dual approval that you need. It's a single approval for our broker partners, which makes it really comfortable. And we are a Jumbo lender as well, where we participate with several big aggregators in Jumbo securitizations, where we are seller servicer as well. We keep servicing all our product. We would like to have good relationship with our brokers to protect our brokers by not soliciting their business. And I hope everybody knows that if there is an inquiry on the mortgage through the credit repositories, we receive this information and we pass this back to our brokers. So we have conventional, non-QM and jumbo. We are not the best lender for government products, for second mortgages, for USDA. We're trying to stay in this spectrum that we are good at and very competitive.
0: Got it. So so you're saying that non-QM is the core that will stay as the main focus of the company. Absolutely. So taking this question one step forward, you mentioned about Jumbo product, right? So very recently, AD Mortgage launched its Prime Jumbo product. Can you just talk to us a bit about its core features and how is it intended to help brokers and borrowers?
1: Jumbo product is the easiest one on the market that we have, I believe. It's an AUS-only product. Mm -hmm. You run AUS and there is only one overlay that we have is the DTI of 45, where we actually have gone... In many occasions up to 50 on an exceptional basis. We follow DU for a hundred percent of the cases, which makes it very easy for brokers. We hold our webinars on a bi-weekly basis of explaining to our partners, working with them, showing the videos how easy it is to do the turnaround time on Jumbo is as fast as on a conforming product, which is 24 hours and underwriting, and we trying to close the loans
0: within two weeks. Absolutely. And as a matter of fact, my, my next question is on those lines only, right? Like as a wholesale non-QM lender, you have one of the fastest turnaround time in the industry. Your website says it's around less than 48 hours. So, so my question is, what is the secret sauce? How do you achieve this feat?
1: I don't think there is a secret sauce uh, here, honestly. <laughs> it's just a lot of work. Uh, you need a big... Team of underwriters, you're trying to get them know your product. You have to do a lot of training. Non-QM, as you know, is manual underwrite. So it's a little more complex than jumbo and conforming since there is no automation yet. But okay. as a matter of fact, we are working on our own AUS program oh. to release. We would, once we finish, we would give this AUS to all of our partners to use Mm. for free so they can get their underwriters running our non AUS. There are some sort of products in all around the nation, but they're not as good as we would like them to be. So the secret sauce is a lot of training, a lot of underwriters working with them and trying to make them part of one team so they know product real well.
0: Absolutely. As a matter of fact, I I did see that AD Mortgage is very active on social media in conducting webinars around non-QM and uh, the the AU system that you are building in house. So so that's that's really great. Now I would like to have your views on the major headwinds and tailwinds that will perhaps impact the demand for non-QM loans this year, because you are an industry leader in the space. So you know from your experience, what do you see are some of the key challenges? and opportunities in the current market situation that will have an impact on on non-QM products?
1: As you know, the whole conversation about Appendix Q, Mm. removing Appendix Q came into light recently where there's a, a lot of conversations in the nation. What's the impact of that? What's the problems or opportunities, like you said, arising with that? And I think that's one of the biggest given market number one and Appendix Q where we do not see any impact of Appendix Q at the moment for better or for worse, the business is growing as it was planned to grow even without dropping the Appendix Q. So what's the effect of that is more loans which were not QM becoming QM right now, but it, we do not see any impact of non-QM business. I can tell you that we can get a little more jumbo in the doors because in jumbo world, the borrowers who wouldn't qualify for QM jumbo now will. So there is a little percentage of increase there. But in terms of non-QM, we don't see Appendix Q have any effect. As going back to your question regarding the pluses and minuses of non-QM business, we do see increase in Nankyang. We do feel that it will continue since, as you know, pre-2008, there was almost half of the whole national securitization or private label. Right now, this amount is way less than it used to be. It's what we believe that this gap will be shrinking and becoming smaller and smaller. So naturally, jumbo... Private labels, which include non-QMs, will become more and more popular and everybody realizes that. So we do see way more business opportunities and classes rather than issues and problems where like Appendix Q, which we believe will not have a great effect on that.
0: Great. So on that note, we will take a short break, but stay with us. There's a lot more to cover on the other side. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Voltage. Voltage is an AI-driven mortgage automation software that has helped leading mortgage companies reduce their document processing time and cost by more than 50%. To learn more, visit us at www.voltage.com. Welcome back. We are in conversation with Max, CEO at AD Mortgage. So, Max, before we went on a break we were talking about the key tailwinds and headwinds for uh, the non-QM loan products in the current market situation. Uh, Now, let's take that question one step forward, right? According to the Mortgage Banker Association, around 2.5 million homeowners are still in forbearance. Do you think this will have an impact on the demand for non-QM products after the forbearance is rolled back? I really do not believe so
1: that all those forbearances are the effect of the CARES Act that government demanded. And we do believe it's a right thing to do during the hard situations. You do have to, as a government-sponsored enterprise, you have to think about the borrowers, you have to think about people in this country. And a lot of the forbearances could end up at the end of the mortgage. So you do not have to pay them back as it will just add to the debt. So people will get off forbearance and continue normal based without any issues. So we do not foresee any problems with any type of business, conventional non or jumbo business as a result of the ending period of forbearance.
0: Got it. But let's say if I have to kind of ask your views on, on the recent COVID situation, right? So obviously there are multiple versions of what, or rather I would say how things might you know, shape up. But taking on, on a positive cue that, you know, there are gradual reopenings. Do you see that kind of having any impact on uh, the demand for non-QM? Do you, do you think that perhaps the demand for non-QM will go up or down or what's your take?
1: A lot of... People in this country have been vaccinated and we see a lot of enthusiasm in people getting vaccinated because we heard that in Europe, for some reason, people are not trusting the vaccinations and do not want to get vaccinated, which I believe it's a little bit wrong and selfish. So people in this country are one of the leaders in vaccination efforts. So a lot of companies, employees, And businesses are not really concerned since they see more and more people vaccinated. So we do believe the trend will continue and will be way more people vaccinated and it will be pretty safe to be in any public place, restaurant, train, concert. So We we believe that the demand for private label securities and for non-QM and Jumbo will keep increasing as shrinking the gap between what it was before and what it is now. So this is a very good trend with vaccinations and everybody calm down.
0: Absolutely. So, you know, in the context of what we just discussed, right, the market scenario wherein we talked about forbearances, we talked about uh, the COVID vaccination. So, so in the context of all of this, what are some of the key focus areas for you this year to ensure a healthy growth in loan volumes? We believe in
1: IT and in technology and we've been working on that for past few years we have developed our own LOS and uh, we keep working on this at the moment, we're launching this 30 to 60 days we have built a whole IT company inside of A&D Mortgage and trying as a matter of fact to get your company integrated with AD Mortgage as be a part of this effort. So we believe that IT and technology is the future of this business, as a lot of big players have proven that. Of course, our broker partners want this to be fast, want this to be efficient. They want an instant result, and it's only possible to achieve if your technology is on the level. So... Technology, development is our key focus for next
0: several years. Great. So as we head towards the end of this conversation, right, I would like to ask you one last question. Uh, now, you have been in the industry for almost two decades now, right? So what advice do you have for young people like me who are just getting started, perhaps, or, or maybe people who are younger to me, who are about to enter the workforce, right? So, so what's your advice to them?
1: Are you talking about the loan officers or just somebody getting into our industry as in another profession?
0: No, So so, I would, I'm talking about uh, not specifically to loan officers, but in general, people who are entering the mortgage industry or who are perhaps thinking about entering the mortgage industry in different capacities.
1: My personal opinion is you have to look into technologies, and IT, if you want to be in this business, to stay long and to move quick and right. It's no longer a paperwork in the mortgage application. It's IT infrastructure, all the different technologies, the OCR technologies, uh, dark reading technologies, the business management softwares, LOS, there, there's a lot of them. So you have to, if you want to be in mortgage business, you need to study technology and IT and then see what you need to catch up to be in the mortgage business. Since all the companies, if they will not become an IT company in the main focus and then mortgage company, either similar or second, will have an issue of surviving the next generation mortgages. So IT technology is the key focus if you want
0: to be in this business. Great, great. So what I understand is that in in order to kind of thrive in the mortgage industry, one cannot shy away from being, I would say, at the forefront of adopting technology and being at the the top of the latest trends of what's going on. Great, so... Thank you so much for all those insights on non-QM lending and the trends that we might possibly expect in the coming months in the space. And to be very honest, I had an amazing time talking to you, and I hope that you also enjoyed this conversation.
1: Absolutely, it's been great pleasure talking with you and answering the question. And I'm glad to be here with you today, Sam.
0: Great. So thank you so much again for your time uh, you know max i i i know that you are incredibly busy and uh, but everything said and done you were able to take out time and we had such a lovely conversation so sincere thanks from the bottom of my heart and with that we call it a wrap from our side until next time stay tuned stay healthy stay happy